If and how a woman in New Zealand can access contraception still to an extent depends on where they live. The Medical Journal today says what's actually needed is a national women's health strategy. They say some district health boards have made it too hard for women to access funded contraception. It shouldn't be like that. Uh, At the same time, women in other areas are being pressured to go onto contraception that they don't want. Dr. Omna McGinn is a GP in Papakura and also a lecturer at uh, Auckland University on this, and she's with us this morning. Good morning. I thought thought the government put five or six million into fixing this. Um, It's quite a tricky area, to be honest. Um, There hasn't, I think it's a bit difficult just to put a small amount of money into contraception when it's not within the context of a overarching plan. And I think this is really where uh, this initiative didn't really get off the ground over the last 18 months because although each each district health board was given some money to increase access to contraception they weren't really told how to do it so each DHB did something different and some came up with really excellent plans which took into account what women actually wanted they sort of collaborated with their local population and took and sort of asked them what they wanted but other district health boards took a more prescriptive approach and uh, decided on eligibility criteria to sort of ration the contraception. And it's a very emotive area. It's quite nuanced. And if you start rationing contraception uh, without good reason, um, it's really not a very good way of uh, rolling out a population health measure, which is what contraception really should be. Because I'm sure most people listening to this would think, well, surely if a woman wants contraception, she should be able to access it. She should be able to get it. Yes, absolutely. And that's that's really the way it should be. Um, but it's much more difficult than that in New Zealand. So um, contraception Why? is never really... Well, yeah. Well, it's never really been seen as as part of the health system. So um, historically, contraception has really been the remit of um, Family Planning New Zealand, who are a non-governmental organisation, a not-for-profit organisation, which sit outside the health system. They're not sort of beholden to district health boards. Um, And they receive the bulk of the funding from the Ministry of Health. And they do a really excellent job with the funding that they're given, which isn't a huge amount, but they're not everywhere. So But despite family planning being there, most women actually access contraception from their GP. And I think most people don't know that uh, GPs are actually in the main not funded at all to uh, offer contraception. So that's why if a woman goes to her GP and asks to have something long acting like uh, an IED, a coil or an implant, she uh, usually will be asked to pay 150 to $200 because in primary care, which is where I work mainly, we don't get that funding. Um, so the funding well, seemed, the uh, just seems plain daft uh, to uh, a layman such as myself, not having to deal too much with contraception issues. The other thing that's come out of all this, if I can direct you towards that, is that uh, they found in some areas women are being put under pressure when they don't want contraception. Um, I, I, I hope I didn't imply that in, in the paper. Um, I wouldn't say that women are put under pressure necessarily, uh, but what happens when you you produce a set of criteria which name women of certain ethnicities or with certain conditions like drug or alcohol problems, you might find that uh, doctors will offer right. it 
repeatedly to those women um, because so they're coming at it. They're coming at it from uh, the perspective of not wanting to produce more babies into environments that aren't ideal. Yes. That, I think, is why some of the district health boards came up with these um, eligibility criteria, which I suppose for your listeners, we should say some of the criteria we found that were being uh, presented by district health boards were if you were a a Māori woman, a Pacific woman, if you had a drug or an alcohol problem, if you had a serious mental health problem, or if you were at risk of family violence, then you'd be offered free contraception. But the sort of discussion I had in the paper was that if you produce these criteria, you are othering women and you're, you're sort of asking women to uh, disclose sensitive information sometimes that they might, might not want to and that they certainly don't have to disclose if they're, say, seeking an abortion. Uh, you know, uh, So the point I was trying to make was that really um, contraception as a preventive measure should be free or very low cost at the point of access, no matter who you are. Oh, yeah. um, because, uh, um, you know, New Zealand has a high rate of abortion. One in four women in New Zealand will have an abortion during their lifetime. You know, you're much more likely to have an abortion than you are to have your tonsils out. So, uh, you know, this is not something that women go through lightly. And sometimes they experience a great deal of, of sadness and grief afterwards. So if we can roll out measures that prevent that, that is excellent. But you can't target women. It has to be a population measure. Um, that's right. so that women... Don't don't feel that they are being targeted uh, or or biased against. Yeah. All right. Got to leave it there. But thanks so much for that. Obviously, still a lot of work to be done on the provision of contraception.